Hello everyone, welcome back to Daf HaShavua as we study Meseches Yivamas, Daf Kuf Yud. Uh, we continue some of our discussions of uh, Mion, which is the ability for this uh, woman who is married as a katana. And uh, let's give the benefit of the doubt. We're talking about a situation where she was a Yasoma, the brothers are trying to protect her, and she has the ability to reject and annul the marriage. And there's some very fascinating issues that come up on uh, Daf Kuf Yud. Some of this already came up on Daf Kuf Ches. And it shows a little bit of the history of what's called in Hebrew the Kisei Kala, the uh, chair that the Kala sits on. I recently had the schuss of marrying, uh, of having my daughter married in Eretz Yisrael. And it was very fascinating that uh, right before the bedecking, the chassan sits next to the kala on the kisei kala and then does the bedecking. It wasn't necessarily, uh, that's not necessarily a minhag, but I think my son-in-law was onto something, whether he realized it or not. Because you end up in our Gemara on Daf Kuf Yud when another guy slips in. So you have the original woman who is the katana, and now that she is a gadola, they're going to have Nisuin. So the Aresin took place when she was a katana. And then another guy comes along and he slips by. He slips in, he sits on the chair. So the question is, is there a requirement from a get? You know, the guy sits down and he either says, Hareyat Mikudeshus Lee, or he says, Hareyat Mikudeshus Lee, with whatever it is, Batabazu. Kedas Moshe of Yisrael. Rashi assumes that he is saying, Hareyat Mekudeshesli Betabazu Kedas Moshe of Yisrael, which really means that he's leaning on what the Chachamim are saying. And the Gemara says that since he's behaving inappropriately, the Chachamim have the ability to undermine this marriage. Get it? The Ravashi, that's the opinion of Ravashi, who he did improperly by snatching the bride from under the chuppah. And it seems like because he's sitting on the chair next to the kala, therefore the rabbis acted improperly towards him. It's interesting language. And the rabbis uprooted this kiddushin. How they have the power to do it, the Gemara discusses through Hefker, Bezdin, Hefker, which is every get, every marriage is totally on the Rabbanans. The Rabbanans have the ability to uproot a marriage. Now, this generates a lot of questions, Bizman Hazeh. People say, why don't the rabbis uh, just uproot any marriage so we could avoid a Mamzer situation or we could avoid a Aguna situation. So it has to be done obviously in very clear, with very clear principles. What I wanted to point out was that Tosvo says, let's say this guy not only tries to snatch away the wife from the first guy, <clears throat> but he's a smart aleck. And he says, Hareya Mikudesh asleep at Tabazu. And he doesn't say Kadas Moshe of Israel, Kadas Moshe of Israel. So he thinks that uh, since he didn't say Kadas Moshe of Israel, so. I didn't say the rabbis have any role in this Ayerson, so therefore I could do whatever I want. So obviously, I wouldn't say it's obviously, but Tosfos comes along 
And Tosfa says, don't be such a smart aleck. Whether you say Kedas Moshe Yisrael, you don't say Kedas Moshe Yisrael, the whole Arison today is done under the influence of the Chachamim and under the power of the Chachamim. I was just thinking in La Halacha, what happens if at a regular wedding, you know, maybe the Messiah Kedushin's not totally with it, and the guy just says, Hariyat Mekodesh Asli, but Tabazu, and never says Kedas Moshe of Yisrael, if he used this logic, then there would be no issue, and the Kedushin would be Chal. I don't think you would need to have a second Kedushin. So I wanted to bring this up, but I wanted to spend a few minutes on the first view, right? The first view which was Rapapa, Amara Papa, Beneresh Minsav Nasive Vahadar Mosve, which is very fascinating that in Neresh the custom was that people would first marry and they would have relations, and only afterwards would they seek the bride on the Kise Kala. So it's a little bit of a different stage that this was a sign of being uh, fully married, of fully married and the relationship consummated. Now, this brings us back to Daf Kufches, because in Daf Kufches, we saw that the Mion could take place even when she's sitting on the chair. They used to bring, if you look over there and you look at how the Rambam explains it on the mission on Daf Kufches, they would literally carry the Kala from her father's house to the Chassan's house. So this was part of the ceremony. I wanted to spend a couple of minutes looking at the history of this Kisei Kala, and you see that today when you have a, a, a Kala sitting on a chair, there is a history associated to, with it, even some halachas as well. Now Rashi explains why whatever this man gave her, the second man who tries to snatch her away, doesn't work, doesn't have any effect. And here, it's hefker, through Hefgir, Bezden Hefgir. So you really have two things operating. As far as the halachas of as far as the halachas of Ishus, you have everything being done kedas Moshe of Yisrael. It's more than just the chachamim; it's chachamim's interpretation of a derisive principles that were passed down at Sinai. But then we have this other rule: the power of bezdin, of hefker bezdin hefker, where bezdin could declare in mumminus anything that a person owns as ownerless. It's a tremendous uh, power. And this was given to them by the Torah. This is Gemara Meshachas Gidin Daflam and Vavam Beis. So, as a penalty for his improper conduct, this is all in Rashi, of uh, getting the woman to, I guess, say yes, because he's manipulating her, and it has to be done also with her acceptance, but it was clearly under pressure. The Chachamim say that the money he gave her for the purpose, let's say he gave a ring, or even a star, but let's say it was a ring, that's how we're operating here with Kesef, it's nothing. It's just considered a gift, and therefore, the Kiddushin is not valid. Now, there is something here that comes up about the pressure of the moment, and this has some halacha lamaisa applications. You know, when Iksuba is done, there's not a lot of pressure. Everybody knows what's in the Iksuba. The way we have it, today is the ksuba is signed by Edom. You don't have the chasen and the kala sign the ksuba. It's a little bit different in Eretz Yisrael. 
in Eretz Yisrael, the Masada Kedushin signs the Ksuba. I think I explained in an earlier shear the benefit of that. You may have in certain uh, Ksubas in Eretz Yisrael the Chassan and the Kala sign as well. I don't recall 100%. But we have today, it's very common, it's uh, what's called a prenuptial. Prenuptial is a halachic prenuptial. I'm not talking about a monetary prenuptial. And there's some. There's not really a lot of controversy about it anymore. The RCA has a prenup put together by Rev. Willig, Rev. David Cohn, the great Godel approves of it. Many approve it. There's also some different forms of a prenup. A prenup is to prevent a woman from being an aguna. So the questions about where the prenup should be done, and. Um, the common practice, it doesn't always work this way, but it's becoming more common practice, especially because you have to have the chassan and the kala sign, is if you want this to be legally effective, because the prenup gets recognized by uh, American law, by each state, and sometimes each state is different, each country is different. It's an interesting question how that works when you're signing a prenup in one country. Will it work in a different country? You want... You don't want the guy who comes along, if he's the one who says, I, you know, I did the prenup under duress. The rabbi pressured me. He never gave me a chance to read the contract. And then he says in front of a secular court, you know, it wasn't what's required, the proper mindset that's needed for signing a contract, the das. You have the same thing in secular law. So the best thing is to try to do these things in advance before the wedding, where the rabbi, or there's even an organization called Ora, they explain everything to the chassan and kala well in advance. And it's kind of what's happening in this Gemara. You see a guy slips right in, sits on the chair, and all of a sudden it looks like he's married. Now, we have the benefit of reading the Gemara, that the Chacham were able to uproot it. But imagine the scene. Imagine the scene, what was going on, especially if there were uh, many guests that were there. This stuff would be crazy on YouTube, but uh, Baruch Hashem, Chachamim have the power. In limited situations, they have the power to uproot a Kiddushin that was done in an improper way. I just want to reinforce that even if one does not say Kedas Moshe Yisrael, that the Kiddushin is going to be good. It's interesting that the Rambam and Hilchas Ishus does not include Kedas Moshe of Yisrael. You do find this Lashon in the Kolbo, who's one of the Rishonim. There's some questions exactly who he is, and it's brought down by the Ramah, quoting the Kolbo. But the Mabit, in his Sefer Kiryat Sefer, on the Rambam, Hilchas Ishus Perik Dalit, he says that everything is done, Kedas Moshe of Yisrael, by definition. You know, as long as you have the right person who's uh, running the Kiddushin, and there are certain standards that you need for Masada Kedushin, then the assumption is Kedas Moshe Yisrael. And once it's Kedas Moshe Yisrael, you then get the license of Afkina Rabbanan Le The Rabbanan are able to uproot a certain Kedushin. As I was preparing the shir, I was discussing it with uh, someone, relatively a young person in the community, and she asked me, you know, you have sometimes at camps, the kids are going away to camp, and sometimes they make a joke. 
just be careful about this. Tell your sons and daughters, don't have a fake marriage going on. So the question was, why can't the Chachamim just come along and say, um, So it's actually a question of the Rashba, not that particular case, but the Rashba discusses, and we won't have time for this, when they do say it, when they don't say it. In most situations, we're not going to keep the couple married, and it probably wasn't proper edus and maybe not proper intent, you know, in the camp situation, but it's still a serious issue, especially if there was seriousness and you had proper edim and this woman's going to need a get, well, now she's limited in who she can marry afterwards. So it's good to scare people once in a while. I also wanted to point out that in the the actual get itself, that's brought down in the Rambam, there it does say in the get, V'yigera Shavuk and Kedas Moshe V'Yisrael, so you see it being brought up there. The Magid Mishnah raises a question, which reinforces our point as well. So what happens if the first part of the formula, he doesn't say the proper, uh, he doesn't say Ariat Mekudeshes Li. So the Magid Mishnah on the Rambam, Hilchas Yishas Paragimel Halacha Aleph, so the first part of the uh, formula is much more important than actually saying Kedas Moshe Yisrael. We assume that everything is done Kedas Moshe Yisrael. Have a great week of learning.